Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and told them they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciples went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived first at the tomb. He bent down and saw the burial cloths did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first. He saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead the Easter Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. During this past week, we celebrated, as you know, Holy Week, Holy Thursday, Good Friday, last night, the Easter Vigil. At all of those masses, we had at least eight servers, little ones to big ones. So they're all home sleeping now because that's why I'm alone up here. <laughs> it was a beautiful week and a week that leads up to today in memory. A week that leads up to the day we celebrate an image, the resurrection, in light, the candle representing, the Paschal candle representing Christ glorified, Christ alive. The story of this, you've heard it. You've heard it before. You've heard the story of the women coming to the tomb. As a matter of fact, Jerry and I were here earlier today. We just unlocked the doors, and two women, friends of mine from Jersey, came in early, early in the morning, and they reminded me of the women going to the tomb to anoint the body of Jesus. They came to celebrate Jesus. The scriptures lead us in a direction today that I'm interested in following with our holy homily. First of all, Peter gets up. Now this sermon in the Acts of the Apostles literally is given on Pentecost Sunday. They were too speechless when they went to the tomb. Peter, he couldn't say anything. Mary came back. Don't forget, it's a woman who announces the resurrection first. Mary comes back and goes to them and, and tells them that Jesus is not in the tomb. Presuming they, whoever they would be, stole his body and the 
stone was rolled back. So Peter and John run to the tomb. But this sermon on Acts of the Apostles from the first, the first reading today gives us the whole history of why we're here. It's called the kerygma. He doesn't name it the kerygma. Later on, the apostles referred to it as the kerygma because it held the whole substance of the movement of God from creation, sending his son, his son doing good works, his son's crucifixion, and today, the son's resurrection. If you have time, look that over again in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10. And he came and gave witness to the apostles. And Peter goes on to be personal. He, we saw him, we talked to him, and he ate with us. He spent time with us. I mean, that's what a buddy does. That's what someone, like today, many of you will eat alone, but many of you will eat with family. I'm going to go meet my family. They're coming into the city, and we'll eat together. Now, that's, that's what people do. When we can, we eat and celebrate and yak and talk and, and, and have a good time. Well, Peter's saying, hey, listen, guys and girls, Jesus is alive. After you saw him die, he came back. He spoke to us. He ate with us. We spent time with him. Now, this is, just think about it, this is Pentecost, 50 days after the resurrection. Peter's saying this. The church puts it here as a reminder of the whole flow of today, the flow from God initially creating and then finally recreating creation in Jesus, his son. Then, of course, the beautiful reading of Colossians links me for, in, for, for my, personal, my personal focus on the scriptures today. It links me, it grabs me, and I invite you to be grabbed by it too because Paul says, you were raised, so seek what is above. And then he goes on to explain what is above is God, Christ, gloriously reigning with the Father, in heaven, that's beautiful, fine. But come back down to earth. This is for you and me. So it says it was written for the Colossians. Well, it was written for the New Yorkers. Or people of the world, wherever we are. Even the Ukraine. Come with an attitude of seeking what is above. Now, Put on your TV, put on your internet, put on your Facebook, and how often you, you will hear an advertisement for calm, for relaxation, for getting in touch with your feelings, for all those things that take you out of your body and your stress for, the, for today. Well, Paul said that 2,000 years ago. Focus on what is above. Now, because of Jesus... You and I are above, partially. At the end of the homily, I'm going to invite you to renew your baptismal promises with the waters of Easter. And I'll bless you with those promises. That water will be a reminder that we are from above. Our bodies were born here but at baptism, we became citizens of heaven. We became above. We became people who have a place in heaven. So Paul is telling us 
hey, calm down, calm down. Focus on what is above. Now, we do that every time we pray. If we pray consciously, we're not focusing on us. We're focusing on our needs, our gratitude, and we're sending those prayers to what is above. Now, this is not astronomy. You know, God isn't right there. God is all over. But you know the traditional idea, God is above us watching down. Well, if you're, if you're in Australia, he's down below. So, so it's, not, it's not astronomy. It's not geology. It's faith. And God, who is the creator, is above all things, watching all things. And God, who is above all brings his son with him in glory. So when you and I speak to God, we are going above. When we present our prayers, our anxieties, our wants, our lusts, our hopes, our addictions, when we present them to God, we're rising above our human selves that holds us down. See, none of the crucifixion was an accident. The fact that Christ was nailed on the cross and planted in the ground on the crucifixion day is not an accident. It's a reminder that he walked on this earth. And because he walked on this earth and died on this earth and rose from this earth, he brings you and me with him above. At your baptisms, our baptisms, we were joined to the citizenship of heaven. We were made people from above. So when we have anxieties or worries or fears, we need to present those prayers to God who is above, who hears them, who listens to them. And the special way, the, the sadness of this Easter dominates the whole world. Even amidst the hope of Jesus' resurrection, because of what's going on in Ukraine. But even there, our faith comes to play because our faith says if we concentrate on God, if we focus on God while we are here on earth, he brings us more closely to his heavenly throne, to above. So all the people we've prayed for and will pray for who have died in the Ukraine we're praying that they resurrect with Jesus, that their families know by comfort that their loved ones who died in faith are with Jesus. We're speaking about the Christians, but I'm sure any other religious denomination has their interpretation of where their souls go at the resurrection. We are Christians. We believe in one God. We'll ask you that in a few moments at the proclamation of faith. And that one God is the God of all creation, the God of the Muslims, the God of the Jews, the God of the atheists. If you were here on Good Friday, we, we, we trace all the people of the world for whom we pray. We pray for other Christians. We pray for Jews. We pray for atheists. We pray for don't, those, those who don't even know God. And we pray for people who are outside the faith but know God differently than we do. Our faith still holds on to God who is above, watches over all of us. So today, it's a, it's a shot in the arm for us that when we leave here, we speak to God who is above. 
through faith and through the Eucharist and through the renewal of our baptismal promises. And every day through the Easter season, which is 50 days, as you know, until Pentecost, but every day even after that, speak to God who is above. He's aware of us. He hears us. He unites himself to us and invites us to unite ourselves to him. So when we love one another, and we care, and we pray for the Ukraine, when we give donations for Ukraine, or any, any issue for the poor or for the hungry, we're joining God who is above taking care of his people. It's amazing how powerful you are. It's amazing how important we are as children of God, as the sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. Jesus told us what to do. He told Mary Magdalene, go tell my brothers and I'll join them there. And that's the message of Easter, that we continue it, that we continue telling one another through our actions and through our prayers that we are part of God's holy people, that Jesus, the resurrected Lord, is with us, not was, not will be, is with us and joining us to be above all the issues of the world, the anxieties, the fears, all of them. And as we join ourselves to him, he reads your heart, he knows what you're thinking, and he watches over every one of us if we leave this world's anxieties and choose the priority of being above in prayer. Happy Easter. With mixed blessings throughout the world, yes, of course, Happy Easter. But you can say Happy Easter on December 25th as well as today because our God who is alive is ongoing through your and my actions, your and my prayers. Empty promises to serve God in the Holy Catholic Church. And so I ask you to stand and renew your promises. Do you renounce Satan and all of his works and all of his empty promises? Do you renounce sin so as to live in the freedom of God's people? Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, who suffered death and was buried, who rose again from the dead and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body and life everlasting? God Almighty Father, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and our Father, you have given us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit and bestowed on us forgiveness of our sins, keeping the grace you've given us in our lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we accept the waters of renewal of our baptismal promises through Christ Jesus, our Lord.